0: Well, we've been doing the podcast for less than six months now, but we've already reached a Canary Club Christmas. It's going to be an absolute cracker today. We've got Christmas 11s, <laughs> FC Santa Claus, how to watch as much football as possible on Boxing Day. We've got a bit about Big Sam, and as always, Canaries Worldwide. Some surprising results there, some good results, and find out which one of our Canaries teams have been dancing in the tunnel uh, before kickoff in all of their matches. Wonder what Roy Keane... Would think of that one, Marak. As always, alongside me, I can see the Christmas cards
1: behind you. Yeah, you can uh, yeah. in
0: the Alionich household.
1: We've had a couple this year, yeah. So uh, I, I guess it's where we live. You know, Christmas is a, is a kind of a big thing, but I, I still don't actually. I know, you know, I'm, I'm not really that Christmasy. You know, I see it as as the winter solstice. So I'm, I'm definitely buzzing yeah. at the moment because now the days are going to start getting longer, and uh, that's that's very important.
0: What's the Christmas like out in Japan?
1: they they love it i mean any any so because they're such a hard working nation and they're such a sort mm. of a closed nation as well you know any excuse for a party and they just go absolutely bonkers uh, i mean the first time um that i ever saw a whole street illuminated for christmas um was in japan and it and it blew it's very romantic to walk down there with your girlfriend and this and that and the other it's beautiful but they're electric bill <laughs> and they're not even reaping yeah. the benefits really i mean it's not inside it's outside it's, so it's very much a show uh a show off you know what i mean kind of thing but it's very nice lovely People
0: do go all out for it their decorations and you will get one house kind of every year, the same house in each street will put them up kind of mid-November and you thinking, wow, you got, you know, you're all prepared for this. But some, you know, it's the highlight of some people's year. And I suppose it sure. is it, it is disappointing, obviously, that there are these restrictions around here. But obviously, you know, it does make sense. It's been a year like no other. What, what does Christmas look like in your home?
1: Um, well, we've got a Christmas tree up, um, which is definitely good. We always do. I mean, my wife is, is very sort of, she loves Christmassy kind of things and, mm. and lovely little things like that. Um, my life was incredibly different, so I, I've, I've celebrated very few Christmases and, and things like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm full of the Christmas spirit. A lot of my friends um, who are alive and no longer alive were, were great fans of, of the festive season and, and therefore I do sort of make a make an effort to sort of celebrate it really. There is a lot to enjoy, and for the first time ever, we've got a
0: Canary Club podcast, Christmas special. I mean, some people, if you want want to pause it here, listen back on Christmas Day while you're eating your turkey, feel free, but (laughs) do have a listen now anyway. Recommend it to your friends if you've got nothing to do on Boxing Day or you want to listen to this uh, while you're watching the football. Remember, we've got all of our commentaries from this season, even going around in pre-season when we went to loads of places in pre-season to kind of kick off HGFC Radio. All of those commentaries where we remember to hit the record button Button anyway, yeah. are available as a podcast as well, so do have a listen to them over the Christmas period. Um But should we? I mean, should we start off with your Christmas eleven? We did these for Halloween. Uh, we only managed to muster up two five-a-side teams for Halloween, but we've yeah. gone all out. It is Christmas, Marak. You've got an eleven-a-side team,
1: yeah, I have, and yeah.
0: It, it is really good.
1: Okay, well, I don't know how well we'd fare up against the, um, the the current football teams. Maybe we might be able to beat Arsenal, I think. But uh, yeah, oh. it, is, it, <laughs> it is my Christmas. No Arsenal
0: 11. chat allowed today, by the way. It's okay, it's banned for Christmas. It's Christmas. It's,
1: well, Christmas is red and white. You know what I mean. So, uh, but anyway, uh, we'll t- we'll touch <laughs> on that a little bit later. Okay, so my Christmas eleven, uh, the team is called Glazed Ham United, and uh, yep. my manager is Roy Hogroast. I know it's a bit. <laughs> I know it's a bit of a tall order. <laughs> But there you go. It gets so,
0: worse. We got some bad ones. We've we had have some, got some submitted bad ones. in from friends of the show, and we're well, going to read them all out throughout the podcast. So you well, can we're kind a of bit like which a, one's your
1: favourite? We're a bit like the Turkish. Is it is it Turkey that have got a lot of Brazilians? I've got a lot of Brazilians in my team. Shakhtar, yeah, <laughs> Shakhtar. Yeah. You know. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's crack on then. Uh, in goal, I've got Nick Pope. Um, yeah. At uh, uh, right back, Angel Ran- Rangel. <laughs> Angel, and how, yeah, Angel, players Swansea City, yeah, yeah, you've got many Swansea United. players actually in there, a couple of them. Well, they're a Christmassy side, aren't they, Swansea? You know, <laughs> I don't know side. if that's by default. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> at centre back we've got Christian Fuchs. I yeah. know. Uh, and joining him next to him is Will Holly, not Bolly. I know. Okay. And uh, Willy, uh, Holly, yeah, oh. I like that. And uh, at left back, Scott Wiseman. I don't know where the other two wise men are, but uh, he'll do for now. Uh, and then we move into the midfield. At the right midfield, we've got Santa Clausola, um, which got <laughs> my Vaguna in there somewhere, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and running down the left, another angel, Angel De Maria. And uh, mm-hmm. the two in the middle, we've got Jesus Navas and Tom yeah. Carroll. Okay. Of course. <laughs> I've of gone course. for two up front. <laughs> um, I've gone for Roque Santa Cruz and uh, Theo Walnut. There we go. I like that. <laughs> yeah, no, no subs.
0: Very good. <laughs> no subs, yeah. Don't deserve to be any subs. Why do you need them with a team like that anyway? Hey, I'll tell you. Looks stronger. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll touch on a few more. We've got one, we, we've got mine, we've got the rest of the Cardi families, they've done theirs, we've Have got they? Rowan Scalfields too, which uh, every player has got snow in their name, so, oh, so it's <laughs> painful to be reading it out, but oh, God. Um, first of all, uh, we'll get stuck into Canaries worldwide anyway, take you around Aye. the world for all of the results this weekend. Um, Arsenal target Emi Wendia well I banned Arsenal chat but you did, it's going to yeah. have to come somewhere listen um, I don't ban Arsenal
1: chat man we, we're, we're upset and we're vexed and rightly vexed man I think you yeah. know but yeah it's Christmas it's a time it's for Christmas. celebration <laughs> so we're not even going to I'm not even going to touch on Shaka. Yeah, well the, Can- well, the Canaries
0: teams have kind of pulled one out of the block for Christmas. 2-0 win for Norwich against Cardiff. So Norwich took five points clear at the top. Uh, Buendia and Cantwell, two star midfielders of the championship season uh, on the score sheet. Now, South Africa, brilliant stuff here. Lamontville Golden Arrows. Well, it was a one-all draw uh, against Mamelodi Sundowns, who are uh, top of the league. The Arrows six points behind in sixth. Um, but if you look on Twitter, I think I retweeted this. Before every game, the Arrows will go through a dance routine. Uh, to some kind of African music they'll do it in the tunnel every game to kind of prep and, and they're all so happy all they do it and then they'll go out kind of jog out onto the pitch but I'd love to see what I'd love to see Roy Keane's reaction to it anyway because you know what he thinks the team's in the tunnel before the game and they, yeah. and they shouldn't look at each other well these guys have a nice dance in the tunnel you've got to love that
1: he might he might in fact uh he might even in fact uh have a little a little jig himself there you know what I mean in the tunnel rather than rather than a punch-up you know if you sort of get some music going I think I think Roy had warmed to that
0: well, I did retweet it and it's on the uh, Lamontville Golden Arrows uh, Twitter, the South African Canaries, but really good fun. Uh, positive vibes at that team anyway. Uh, only six points behind the top spot. In Go Turkey, on, another surprise defeat for Fenerbahce. They lost to Gaziantep Football Kalubu oh, uh, in the Turkish Super Don't League. Don't try and um, say that after Christmas dinner. No, I definitely won't, yeah. Um, uh, Fenner now one point above Gaziantep in third. It's their third defeat of the season. so a bit of a surprise to them. Mm. Uh, better news in Belgium, though. uh Ruydens, they move off the bottom hey. of the league. Thanks to Romaloni, William Biander. Bion- uh, he was sent off for the opposition uh, SV Zolte, uh, Waregem. Wow. So, off the bottom. Uh, Japan, we have yeah. Gambara Saka under 23s, 2 FC Gifu 1. And Jeff United 2-1. You can read that name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what who were Jeff United who who were they playing?
0: Who who they beat, yeah. Okay, they we were playing events
1: Kika Kyushu, which is um yeah. Kyushu is a is a prefecture in Japan. So uh yeah I'm very, very very pleased to see Jeff United pull a win, especially at home. Um uh, granted it's it's not um you know, it's not, it doesn't lift us up off, off the off the ground very much. But we are kind of loitering at the bottom of mid-table now in 14th place. And um, Kitakyushu is uh, sitting comfortably in 5th place. Uh, but I think the two at the top have run away with it, really, at the moment. They're both sitting on 84, followed by um, Nagasaki, who's, who's on 80 points. And then you're 15 points behind for the 4th, 5th and the rest of the trailing lot.
0: And then in the J3, uh, a win for Gamba Osaka. They're under 23 sides against Gifu.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, the under 23 sides at these big major clubs, um, sometimes they go and sometimes they don't. As you can see in the in the J3, Gamba Osaka under 23s are down the bottom with their pink counterparts, Serrazo Osaka. It just avoided me from wanting to even follow Serrazo because their kit is bright pink. And I'm sorry, I don't... <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, uh, I'm not a fan of pink <laughs> football kits, no. I mean, if, if it's if it's girls' football and stuff like that, I remember our Aussie team wanted pink, and I just said, you got the wrong manager for that, mate. You need to go somewhere <laughs> else. Um, but, yeah, um, so nice to Good see... Good goalie shirt, though,
0: isn't it? Good goalie yeah, shirt. If you, yeah. I mean, don't think you catch you wearing it, obviously, I wouldn't, in your playing days. No, no. By what we've just heard. It was only green. It you can as well a goalie shirt.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, pink works quite well. Or salmon, as they like to refer to it as... Um, but but yeah, um, Gifu Gifu doing well. I mean they've dropped they've dropped a couple of places, unfortunately. But it's it's still pretty sort of tight there, especially for playoff places. You know, there's there's very little in it, for even down to sort of ninth and tenth place, um, to see who goes up there in J two. It'd be nice to get the two Canaries together in J two. That's what we want. We want a Canary Derby. We I do. Mean, we
0: can almost have kind of a watch along. We could do kind of a live podcast and we could watch that game together. Absolutely. Somehow, if we, fi- if we find a way of watching it anyway. but There's always a way, um, Freddie. Any- there is. In Bulgaria, uh, Ludgeret, ah. and we might Arsenal fans will remember them from that Mesut Ozil goal. I think we rounded three defenders, chip one over the goalie last minute. Yeah, uh, I think in a 3-2 Champions League win when we were actually in the Champions League. Uh, they beat Botev Plovdiv 2-1. Ah. Uh, no, well, there's a late Plovdiv fight back. They scored on really late on. Wasn't enough, though. Uh, Ludgeret's top of the table. Uh, Plovdiv not doing too badly, though. In France, 94th minute equaliser for nonce against Angers. Uh, in that derby Tra- Charles Triores, a Mali uh, left back it was his first goal of the season 94th minute so late drama there uh, Las Palmas they were beaten again uh, they're 14th in La Liga 2 uh, they lost to Rayo um, Vallecano did you catch much football over the weekend?
1: Uh, yeah I did I kind of had a couple of bets but of course they uh, they went uh, very skyward very quickly um, congratulations to Liverpool I mean they're, they're back in some wow. f- form mm. uh, aren't they you know Um, And to be fair, I mean, I I didn't actually see that coming. I know people go, oh, come on. No, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. That's uh, (laughs) incredible, really. Especially because I thought Palace played quite well in the first half. Obviously leaked a few
0: goals, but definitely half an hour, 40 minutes in, 7-0 would look like nowhere near.
1: Yeah, no, it, it just, it's a mystery to me, you know what I mean. But uh, you, you catch Liverpool in that kind of a, a, of a mood and it was really nice as as well to see uh, Minaminot. Minamino. I know it's a bit of a gobble that one. It's still early in the morning, but yeah, there you go. It's pronounced Minaminot. Um, it was good to see him uh, finally get on the score sheet as well, you know, for Liverpool. Because he is—he is a quality player, you know—and and I think he's just kind of hasn't quite landed on his feet properly. But uh, yeah, fair play to, to get him. into that front free as well. Yeah, yeah, to get into that. I mean, that's tight in that front free, especially. Imagine when Jota comes back, it's going to be even tighter, isn't it? Definitely is. Shall we hear another
0: Christmas eleven aside team? Go on, crack on. Um, which one do you want to pick? Do you want mine? It's uh, got to be yours. My parents and my brothers, or do you want Rowan's? No, it's got to be yours, Freddie. We've got to get the, the big guns out of the way first. All right, all right, here we go. Uh, the team name is We Three Kings of Leyton Orientar. Oh. <laughs> it gets worse as well. Of course. I tell you. Um, the manager, Nuno Espirito Santa. Of course. Uh, And then the stadium is Silent Night Heart Lane, oh. home of Tottenham. Hotspur. Not been very uh, silent, goalkeeper, like. Petter check under the tree. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can kind of use it for any... We're doing this for Easter as well, by the way. Oh, are we? I feel like any other kind of holiday, I don't even know. I'll try and fit it in. But... Exactly. Uh, the back four, uh, two Arsenal players in the back four. Santas Saka at left back. Uh, <laughs> Santas and Angel Angel Gabriel Magalhaes, Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Sherry. Oh. And... The... <laughs> He's Sorry. There we go. And this is probably my favourite one. Slezu snavas.
1: Oh my word. There we go. That's a real I mean um, it's
0: it's cornier than cornflakes. Carry on please. It is terrible, it really is. Um midfield free, granite cracker, no. uh Rudolph Hullitt and oh. James Ward Sprouts.
1: Yeah, like James Ward Sprouts. <laughs> and front free
0: as we discussed last week. Uh, Christian Ben-Turkey, Absolutely. Gabrielle Jesus and Andy Carroll singers. Uh, so I kind of nick your Tom Carroll one there.
1: Well, not really. My Tom Carroll the Carroll's On the same wavelength for that one anyway. But, well, it's Christmas themed. You can't avoid it. You're going to get probably, I'm surprised we didn't have any player matches, to be honest with you. Although I did yeah. nearly go for Christian ben but I didn't get the turkey bit. I just got the Christian bit. Yeah. Um,
0: well, one team, football kind of, Football and Christmas combining, uh, who we hear about every year. I know BBC have just done an article on them, okay. uh, just as we were about to do this podcast. FC Santa Claus, right. uh, the club from Lapland, uh, so in northern Finland, full name is FC Santa Claus Arctic Circle. Their kind of unofficial club president or mascot is Santa himself. Right, and He's obviously, uh, he's actually seen a lot of training sessions. So yeah. they're based in the capital of Lapland, uh, Rovaniemi is eight miles away from the arctic circle founded in 1993 uh, and the origin of the name stems from the legend uh, that that town in finland is the hometown of the man himself uh, santa claus so they claim him as the team's honorary coach who often appears at matches okay. and the team crests as a picture of santa checking his list um biggest game in their history They lost 5-0 to Crystal Palace in a friendly. Did they? uh, In front of 5,000 spectators in 1997. But since then, unfortunately, it's been a bit of a downfall relegated into the sixth tier of Finnish football last season, didn't even register their club in the division oh. uh, this season. But, I mean, what a name. FC Santa Claus, I kind mean, of a worldwide to... fan base.
1: I'd, I'd go and go for them, you know what I mean? If, it, if it's just sort of, you know, towards the, the twilight end of my career, if I was sort of, you know, 35, 36, I'd go, yeah, go on, I'll have a, I'll have a couple of seasons mm. with FC Santa Claus. <laughs> you know, that's lovely. I think it's a lovely little name. Pity that they're, uh, they are going to be sort of squeezed and squashed out of existence. Can you think
0: of the coldest place you've ever played football? England. Just England. Yeah, yeah,
1: England can get cold, Freddie. I'm telling you, man, out there in them shorts. And when I see them boys out there, when we when we are standing in the sta- stand, even now, right, doing our commentary, the other day I was almost frozen. You know, you could have took me straight to Iceland, as in not the country, and I'd have fitted in nicely. You know, um, yeah. The no, can- Canary Club Kitchen burgers were helping on that day. Yeah. Oh yeah, the de- defrost you out. That's what me. I miss
0: the most. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. I have to say, I, I've I've missed been missing my burger here. I do need a burger hit but yeah No, i mean he, um, listen england can get very cold
0: yeah i mean my brother had a game the other day and i said yeah i'll go down and run the line and we kind of got down there a couple of pitches they could have chose to play on and they were like well we definitely can't play on this pitch and it's all waterlogged and i'm thinking get in there go home yeah. stick the cricket on sit in front of the fire yeah. but there was another pitch just about playable by the end of the game i'm running the line obviously yeah couldn't even see the lines just mud <laughs> One of the subs, it was Purton against Hitchin, kind of a local derby. It's a win for Purton. Um, my brother scored a couple of goals. I'll have to shout him out for that yeah, one yeah, anyway. Good shout. Um, but, yeah, you couldn't see the lines. One of the Hitchin's subs came off and basically slid all, like, all the way down <laughs> past his manager. Um, you couldn't see the numbers on the back of people's shirts. The mud is just incredible. And Brilliant obviously we were just saying put, if you're going to have shots keep them along the floor because it's going to bobble it's going to be muddy it's going to spin around you but never know what's going to happen just unplayable conditions almost and the fact they actually got a game of football with some passing along the floors was, was amazing
1: yeah we had one against uh, Spartak Reds I think it was and it was it was a mud bath you know I'm going to give a shout out to Ali Mann as well we did get man of the match on that on that particular game but uh, that clearance off the line Ali absolute legend especially <laughs> at one all. that was a, a tough game and, and and we all embraced each other at the end and, and both admitted it was the, the best game of the season for both teams they are they are
0: some of the best ones i, f- I think i remember we had one in bedford one so we we had 11 players there goalie didn't turn up so he had to put midfielder in goal um, the windiest pitch ever literally a goal kick would go about 10 yards and i think wow. we lost 6 two in the end but we' are just pleased to get home in the in the yeah, end but yeah. you, those are kind of the most memorable games as the weather conditions even if you don't win and i suppose that's what it's all about fighting for each other in those kind of conditions and sometimes I mean, some of the best football you get you yes, know is in conditions like that rather than the summertime
1: it's a testosterone buzz you know when you get out there and you, you just want to get your sort of testosterone glands charged and pumped up it's it, a mud bath is the best the best game to play it in, you know, because you are literally just men fighting for that ball and slide, uh, tackles, and great yeah. slide tackles. Clearances and, off the line, all of that, all that kind of stuff there. It's, it's, it's wonderful. And and sometimes I do reminisce and, and, and I, I do miss it.
0: Well, one manager has been there and done that scene a lot in his career. Big Sam Allardyce, so Slavin Billip sacked by West Brom. Terrible. Uh, after their one all draw against Manchester City and the yep. kind of rumours developed in the morning after that game, Came evidently clear uh, that Bilic was going to be the first Premier League manager to be sacked uh, this season. Terrible. Been there less than 18 months, uh, guided Albion to promotion on the final day of last season, uh, finishing second in the Championship. But they've only won one Premier League match this season. Uh, beating Boston Club Sheffield uh, United 1-0 on the 28th of November. So first game yesterday, brought in Sam Allardyce. I mean, was it going to be anyone else when you're in need of a manager to take you out of the relegation zone?
1: Well, I mean, he's got that record um, of, of never being, uh, never take, going down with the team or never getting relegated. Um and for Sam, I hope that continues. But to be fair, I think it was absolutely appalling decision from West Brom to get rid of uh, Slavon Bilic. I think it shows absolutely no quality at all. Bad decision, West Brom board. And uh, I was delighted, even though I can't stand Aston Villa, I was delighted to see them spank their, their, um, their local one rivals. Def-
0: Only one defeat this season, though. But it, I suppose what you mean by that is that it came after that draw against City. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, and and then uh, didn't they get another great draw as well? Uh, just just before that, didn't they? Or just lose one nil to Liverpool or something? It played really well. Um, I'd have to go back and have a look, and but I remember it at the time. But of course, I'll, the old because it was clear gets. the
0: players were they were obviously wanted to play for their manager when they're getting draws like that against City, because we know what City can do to teams, even oh, yeah. when they're not on top form. But they really put in a shift there, and then he still made it was like, oh, what do you want from me there? Do you want me to go and beat them four one? Yeah, you know, one or during dream. City. As an Arsenal fan, I'd be buzzing if we got a 1-0 draw against City.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I, well, we can't even manage a, a one all draw at, at Everton, can we? But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, like I say, I've, I'll, I'll leave it there. I think Sam Allardyce is a, is a superb manager. I really do. Um, managed
0: England once, managed Everton. I mean, the England thing was one of the biggest flukes in football history, I'm, I'll be honest with you, but yeah. did manage Everton, kept them up when they were in need of it. Yeah. Um, but, got got experience i mean really good i was watching the interview just before we, what, we did the podcast of him post match yesterday and they were just saying, well, how did you find your return to management? And he just said, I did not enjoy it, you know, because mm, that's a 3 defeat. defeat. Yeah. Had Jake Livermore sent off. I mean, it's a very yeah. good Aston Villa side. They're playing some really nice football.
1: Yeah, they are playing some good football. But one th- another thing I've noticed, right, is the refs and I've got some red cards flowing about. Were they tr- struggling in this economic situation? Or they need to get a bit more well, money? Well, it's in Christmas. You give out the cards. Oh. <laughs> so it's a Christmas card then. Um, yeah, no, it, it was uh, arguably uh, the correct decision um, mm. and, and, and off he went. I mean, you know, there's just been, I just think there's been a large amount. I mean, and maybe as Arsenal fans, we're kind of feeling it a little bit more because we have had two that should definitely have, have gone and walked and and one that I think was a, a little bit unlucky. Mm. Um, but the red cards are flowing and it doesn't take much, it seems, you know, to to, to pick yourself up a red card now. Certainly doesn't. Uh, but
0: West Brom, um, mm-hmm. Chris Wilder as well at Sheffield United, only one uh, one uh, point this season, I think they've still got. Yep, good result um, against Brighton, by the way. Yeah, so a draw for them. Went down to 10 as well. Yeah, but, they did. I mean, yeah. if it continues like this, you fancy Wilder might well be the next to go. Yeah.
1: Um at least I'll tell you what, at least the Sheffield United board are giving him the the benefit of the squeeze here, you know, the the doubts already. He's a club legend really, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, of course he is. You can't go tossing that man out, no willy nilly ish like, you know what I mean? He's and and to be fair, I mean, last season they really had their stuff together and they were they were well, this time of the year they were about fifth or sixth, weren't they? Um but now this, this, like I say, this is a different year. They've got the coronavirus, and they're sitting right at the bottom. Two points, looking prime candidates to be going down.
0: Let's have another Christmas team. Uh, we're gonna have Rowan Scalfields, and they've all got Snow in their name. Cool. And well, make of it what you will. Uh, Snow Hart in goal. Whoa. Back five of Snow Gomez, uh, Snowl Matip, Snowl Veltman, Snow Rodon, and John Snow Kenny. Midfield free: John Snow, Shelby, Snow Cole, and Snow Allen. And up front, Snow Lolly and Snow Linton. Which just got Snow be Linton favorite. is probably the best not one not really out of that I really like lot. Snow Linton. Yeah. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> there must have been a lot of snow at the bottom of that barrel.
0: <laughs> there must. There must really. Boxing Day, one of the biggest days of the year in terms of sport. There's the Boxing Day test in the cricket, Australia against India. Getting up early for that. Uh, And then loads of football on. So we're going to talk you through how you can watch as much football as possible on Boxing Day. Grandparents aren't allowed over this year. uh, So no strictly for me on Christmas Day, which is one of the only positives really of of Boris's announcement. But Boxing Day, I'm going to have turkey sandwiches, all the leftovers, Mm. sit, kick things off with Leicester against Manchester United on BT Sport. Half 12, what a game that's going to be. That's be a cracker. Uh, Sitting nicely for that. Uh, And then you've got a choice of two games at three o'clock. You can watch Villa against Palace for free on BBC One or BBC iPlayer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or you can watch Fulham versus Southampton on Sky. Uh, Half five, big, big game for the Gunners. Arsenal against Chelsea. Uh, Sky Sports main event for that one, Marek. Uh, Mm -hmm. Early prediction now. It's a few days
1: away. Well, uh, can we get prediction? your predictions on okay. that one? What, just the Arsenal game? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, my early prediction is thank God that my brother isn't coming over for Boxing Day <laughs> dinner because um, he's a Chelsea fan. And um, I just think... Like I told you before, you know everyone's screaming for Arteta's head. He needs a transfer window. He needs some money. He needs something because you ain't going to change the ingredients and the taste of that pie without changing the ingredients. Sorry, you know we it don't matter what you do to juggle it about and this and that and the other. Anyway, so I'll, I'll you've asked me for a prediction. Uh, I will say uh, Chelsea win. Um, have we got a goal in us? Has Aubameyang found a, a little Giroux bit of form? goal? Well, but yeah, it's got to be a sure goal. goal after Theo Walcott's little adventures. And uh, I was expecting uh, Iwobi to do Iwobi, something, but yeah. he just did what he for them as he did for us, didn't he? It's just still much,
0: surprises me. We got forty million for him. I'll be
1: honest. Yeah, no, that's a good deal. It's definitely, but we we doubled it and then threw that away on at, at, at Pepe. Um, who's, who's done Absolutely nothing again. Sorry to impress. Well, is, me. is
0: William Willian going to turn up against his former club? Probably not is the answer. He hasn't really turned up all season, but maybe. He's mediocrity he? masterclass for one game of the season. Let's against hope so. his old club.
1: I'll tell you what I am looking forward to, and that is the the return of Martinelli. It was good to see him come back. I know we said Brilliant. we're not going to touch on Arsenal, but we have to, man. You can't just you can't just not have Arsenal. It's Christmas, red and white. Your bedroom's red and white. Um, so we, we've got. Yeah, and I can see that on camera, by the way, guys. Don't get any funny ideas. Is. Um, yeah <laughs> so it, it was really good to see Martinelli come back I would really uh, I really liked the the way that man plays and the determination and the grit that he's got good to see David Luiz back again because if there's somebody that's shouting and trying to motivate the team it's him man. at the moment everybody else is walking around like like a like a bomb went off and they're, they're trying to find their brain um, well the Arsenal <laughs> band's gone out the window <laughs> yeah yeah, the other um, Later the on
0: though, uh so at the moment, that's one, two, uh, three, four, just Premier League games you can watch to one day. Uh, City against Newcastle on BT Sport one, yeah, uh, at eight, and then also at 8, Sheffield United against Everton on BT Sport two. So it's a bit of a tough decision there actually in terms of what to watch. Well it looks uh, like uh, an If easy you want coupon. to go north of the border, we did a podcast about Rangers the other day, didn't we? Yeah. They've got Hibernian at half twelve, uh on Sky then 15 o'clock, uh, 3 o'clock, Hamilton against Celtic. You can actually watch that on the, for free on Sky 1 if you're a Sky customer. And it's also on Sky Sports Football. Only one game in the championship. Uh, well, televised anyway. The others you've got to watch kind of if you're a season ticket holder. You've got to buy the match day pass. Yeah. Uh, quarter to 8, Watford against Norwich, one of our Canary sides, against Matt Furniss's team, Watford. Yep. That's on Sky. And you can watch some National League action. Former Hitchin uh, left-back Will Wright will be action. Uh, will be in action for Dagenham and Redbridge there away uh, at Dover Athletic. Dover, one of the busiest parts of the country, especially with Brexit (laughs) looming, but they managed to get their game on anyway. Uh, That's a BT Sport one uh, at 20 past five. And I think if you really have nothing to watch, I think at half nine, there's some Brazilian football on the telly uh, on free sports as well. So, I mean, is that what you're going to be doing on Boxing Day? I mean, obviously you're going to be watching the Arsenal game.
1: Well, yeah, obviously I'm going to be watching the Arsenal game, and I'll probably liaise with my brother somehow as well. So, um, and and because you know he deserves it, he's been getting it from me for a few years. So uh, he deserves that, but yeah. no, I'll I'll sit here and I'll I'll run through that, and uh, I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try and have a really relaxed because we were gonna have my mum over for Christmas dinner and stuff. And uh, actually, actually, you know what? If you had all this big preparation for your Christmas dinner and your people and your folks aren't coming, um, do have a word with your local food banks because um, you know don't don't waste the food. Don't go oh god or stick it in the freezer for a, for a year or six months or whatever. Just get in the festive spirit, take, take it down to the food banks, even if, you've cook, even if you've cooked it, you know, cooked meals are great. If you've got somebody homeless or, or not as well off as you are living locally, all it takes is a knock on the door, leave it there and just walk away. And hi, left you a dinner, Merry Christmas or whatever, you know what I mean? Be, be kind this year because the world isn't being kind to us. So my Boxing Day is going to be sitting down watching the Arsenal game with a nice champion ale and uh, and my feet up.
0: And also, uh, a lot of Christmas plans kind of out the window. It's going to be a lot of people, especially older people yeah. with COVID concerns on their own. Do If there's a member of your family, maybe you haven't seen all year, you haven't seen for a while, uh, and you feel like they might appreciate a phone call, do talk to them, just even if it's 10, 15 minutes of your time, even while you're watching the football or listening to one of our podcasts already, pick sure. up the phone, talk to somebody, and try and help uh, prevent loneliness as well. Because it's, yeah, it's a terrible dangerous. Thing. Uh, as a pandemic especially around Christmas time so there you go two things to do food bank and give someone a phone call even if it's just while you're watching a football if it's a maybe a friend of yours a football friend a Chelsea fan if you're watching the Arsenal game even a Spurs fan even if you just want to send them a message can be a really helpful tool uh, especially at this time of the year definitely agree with that Freddie now we'll finish off uh, with a team So I was on a dog walk uh, With the other three members Of the Cardi family yesterday mm-hmm. Going around the Charlton field Which Love especially that, yeah. lovely oh. At this time of the year it really is We go there too Hannah and I Really nice. Uh, and well, the creative juices were flowing like mad. Uh, and the team name is Brighton and Ho 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 Valbion. Wonderful. <laughs> which I think is brilliant. Yeah, I, re- I really like that one. What, what, what uh, they play over. at the Stadium of Holy Light of uh, in Sunderland, in need of a divine intervention up there. Um, <laughs> the manager is Frankincense Lampard. Hey. <laughs> um, goalkeeper, they got the same one as Rowan's with Snow Heart in goal. Okay. Uh, and then a back four of Slayton baines Girl, love uh, per santa's sacker who i hear has got a clause in his contract
1: okay uh, oh. angel
0: gabriel and aaron wan Bisantas sacker or aaron wan besanta <laughs> Whatever you want.
1: Okay, uh, you done um, well to get that out, Freddie. I'd have stumbled right there.
0: <laughs> Midfield, we got the Real Madrid uh, Norwegian youngster Martin Snodergard, oh. uh, alongside Mark Snowball and Thomas <laughs> Christmas Party. Oh no! Yeah, Mark Snowball,
1: that's a great one. Love that.
0: Uh, I did suggest Holly Watkins, but he didn't quite make the team. No. Uh, so up front we got Slaymar, Harry, Candy Kane and Antoine Friesman.
1: Uh, <laughs> you're very good, man. That was very good. Well done. It was a, a shout out sh- to
0: the rest of my family. Well done to them. Yeah, that's uh, a good, one. good,
1: good effort. Good effort
0: from them. Very good. Yeah. Um, so everyone, have a great Christmas. We're gonna. We've got something coming up for New Year, Uh, so keep an eye on my Instagram and Twitter. We've got a bit of a a giveaway going on, kind of treat people. It's been such a bad year, but we've got something to pick you up. Uh, So please keep an eye out. Next couple of days, uh, something a kind of important announcement slash giveaway. It's going to be happening around New Year. But anyway, have a lovely Christmas. Do listen back to some of our commentaries from this season because you've done quite a few of them. We've spent a lot of time and effort. If you've missed a podcast, uh, please do, because let's be honest, there's not much else to do, is there? Uh, but watch a load of football, eat a load of food. But as you said, if you've got food left over, go down to the local food bank. There are more than you think in England at the moment uh, and around the United Kingdom. Wherever you're listening from as well, we know you've got listeners all over the world, but wh- wherever you celebrate Christmas, even if you, if you don't celebrate Christmas, have a great holiday period uh, as well. Get outside as well, play some football. Uh, get your mate a, a football shirt for Christmas too, uh, that's what we've been doing as well sure. uh, but yeah, have a lovely festive period anyway, thank you for uh, for tuning into the Canary Club podcast, what a journey it's been so far
1: Well it has done for us Freddie and uh, and just a, a final little thought for you guys there, no matter how bad the world out there gets, you can always look into your own heart and find some kindness to share with somebody else <laughs>